0: the dashboard effect podcast i'm brick thompson i'm caleb oaks hey caleb hey so today we wanted to discuss uh basically uh investing the time and effort into understanding your data sources in order to get good outcomes in bi
1: yeah why that's important it's really really important and i don't think people understand how important it is
0: well i think we even take it for granted sometimes yeah frankly Mm -hmm. so um You know, there's lots of different types of data that you're going to run across. Um, You know, you could have unstructured data. You could have structured text data, you know, XML, JSON, that type of stuff. You could have Excel files. Mostly what we're dealing with, though, in this case is structured data, databases coming out of transactional systems like ERPs, And then put into some kind of good reporting format, some kind of data warehouse or an OLAP cube, something like that, that makes it easy to deal with. Um, And as we were talking about it before starting to record, we realized that the data is often kind of a black box for the business users. And that's a real hindrance to getting a good outcome in a BI project.
1: Right. I mean, if people don't understand it, they're not going to do anything with it. So, and they're sure not going to put much thought into how do I use this data? Cause you just don't understand it. Right. Right. I mean, we've seen it. A really good example is, uh, um, our director of project management, Jenny, she was on a a earlier episode and, you know, when we did a bunch of work to where she got really comfortable with the data, she knows it in and out. Our data. Yeah. Yeah. Our data and kind of how our operational data works and, you know, what, who plays a role where and how data ultimately flows into our system. And uh, now she's taking things and building reports and has much better insight into what's going on in the project management office and in delivery as a whole than she would have before. And I think it was just like building that understanding has, has helped a lot. And it's kind of, I think it's just
0: satisfying too for her. Yeah, that's a great example because she she would describe herself as not particularly technical. She's great at using technical tools. She's very smart but not a BI mm-hmm. report builder and now she is yeah. because she understands the data. And, and that's not to say we want everybody to have to become a report builder. But um, if you don't understand the data, if it is a black box, uh, I think you were making the point uh, uh, when you first started talking about Jenny, you don't even realize – the opportunities to get benefit from Mm -hmm. doing reporting on the data. And on the flip side, you might assume you can get reporting or answers that maybe your data doesn't support, and that can be just as bad.
1: Yeah. Right. Spin you off in the wrong direction and spend a bunch of time, and then it turns out it's not doable.
0: Yeah. Well, in fact, we had a project actually still working on right now where... um, the business users at our client, um, had some particular goals in mind, um, that the current data structure didn't really support well. And, and we frankly didn't do a great job of connecting the goals to the data structure. And so we had to go back and, and redo some of that.
1: Yeah. The goal just kind of, we made a wrong assumption on what the goal was. And then, and then, uh, it was an educated guess, but you know, it comes, comes out, it's something different and what we had built just didn't work. So we had to build new structures and, and build a different data set. And, you know, that's that's what can can bite you if you're not understanding everything.
0: Yeah, you know, understanding and, so, the data. and that's on us. And, you know, we're a fixed price project company, so that's really on us. Um, but it's also on us for not doing a better job of connecting those business users with the data structure and how it was going to work to support various things. Sure, right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I, th- I think that's really important. And it's something um, anybody who's implementing BI should be thinking a lot about and it's easy to overlook, right? If you're technical, you might think I don't want to burden the business person with understanding it. But even just a conceptual understanding of how the data is structured, how it might relate to other data sources, um, what's available there, what's not, what data is clean What data is not? You know, are are we doing good um, data quality on making sure that we've got um, good management? Where you know, for example, we talked a few weeks ago about you might have six different representations of the same customer, and so you're not able to do good roll-up reporting unless you deal with that. Right?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's so important for everybody to at least have a basic fundamental understanding of the data, build a little bit of data literacy because. You may not have to do all of those things and understand all of the ins and outs of the quality, but you need to understand what you're looking at when you look at a report that you're going to build. You know, ultimately, you do BI to build a report, and if you and if your users don't understand what's there, there's a good chance that they're just going to ignore it, right? Like, I don't understand how this percentage is calculated, so whatever, I don't get, I don't get it.
0: Going to ignore it, yeah, yeah. It's a good point. Or they'll miss an opportunity to, to get even more valuable insight by just asking for something. Right. That the, the technical person may not realize would give them great insight.
1: So. Yeah, right. I mean, it's really that, that bridge between business user and technical person. And that bridge has to be there so that it's, it's actually interesting because the technical person has to know some about the business, right? They definitely should. And the business person then, and I don't think this is what gets talked about. Should know a little bit about the data so that they can meet in the middle and create a good bridge between the two camps, so that they can ultimately have really good reporting.
0: Yeah. So if you're uh, if you're doing BI at a company, um, and you have business users come to you and say, "Hey, I need this report," what do you think is the right level of sort of education you need to do with them? It's awfully tempting to go, "Yep." Data supports that great. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. But I. But from what you're saying and what I believe, you'll get a better result if you do some some engagement and some get some conceptual understanding to really make sure you're maximizing. How, how do you think you do that? Well,
1: it's a, it's a really good question. I think it starts with um, just starting to surface some of the data, um, getting getting people used to looking at it. Um, you know, servicing some of, some of the nuance that, that you see in the data, a really good exercise actually. And one of the things that, that I've always liked to do, uh, just as a thought exercise is when I'm thinking about a business process, you think about, you know, you could think about it as like a, a workflow and like, how does, what pieces and where does the data slot in? Like this person creates this data point at this stage, right? And if you can, you don't have to go super detailed into that, but just high level, you know, truck driver goes to customer location. They create this piece of data. Like I've arrived at the customer location, right? Just starting to understand business process, big picture, how does data inter- interplay there? Um, that can be, that's m- usually a great place to start.
0: Yeah. Sometimes you'll get a request for a report um, that the data doesn't support. Um, And instead of fighting with the data Mm -hmm. um, and trying to come up with something that's maybe suboptimal, it sort of gets there. You can take a different look at that and say, wait, can we change our business process in some way to get that data um, can we do some manual collection that gets you to your business goal? Maybe it's a short-term goal. We just need to do manual data collection for the next 30 days to figure something out. Yeah. Um, is there another data source we could bring online into our data warehouse to do it? Um, it's super valuable, I think, if the, if the business user can understand the limitations um, to help sort of figure out, okay, where's the right ROI here?
1: Yeah, the abilities and limitations is huge. Yeah. Right. I mean, you're you're talking about the abilities piece a lot and limitations just just as important. Like, what can't we do? And if it's super important that you do it, then you've got to figure out a plan on how you get there. I think one of the good, good common examples is the where you're saying if we've got six systems all with customers in it, how do we map those customers together? So that when we're when we're looking at customer profitability, for example, or lifetime value, those all roll up into one and. First step is understanding that you probably can't do that right now.
0: Right. Right. You have to do some master data management. That's an investment. Mm-hmm. Make sure the ROI is there.
1: Right. And come up. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Right. Come up with the plan. How are we going to make this happen? Yeah. Um. And uh, so understanding that limitation is huge. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to set out on a lifetime value journey with your to, to see that for your customers. And you're not going to get there. Right. You spend yeah. a bunch of time and get frustrated and realize your data is not doesn't support it.
0: And on the flip side, if you have alignment, at least conceptual alignment on um, abilities and limitations, um, you can get so much further. You, you gave a great example this morning how you were thinking about chat GPT, which everybody's using for all kinds of stuff.
1: Yeah. I was thinking that the biggest or what I think is going to become a hindrance for some people is just the understanding how it works. Like, how is it coming up with this answer? Yeah. You know, some, there's going to be a lot of people that don't care. But, you know, there's going to be people that are like, I don't understand this, so I'm not going to use it. Right. Right. That doesn't make doesn't make sense to me. So gaining that understanding of at least at a basic level of this is how it's taking your text and generating an answer for you. And here's how it has all this information is going to be really important for people to start to understand if they're going to make use of tools like that. Same thing goes for data. Right. Right. Going to have a basic understanding of what what's there.
0: Right. So you know how to query it or what's queryable or what to mm-hmm. expect if you do certain things.
1: Yeah. And why you might not get the answer you expected, right? There's all kinds of fun. I don't know. gpt four just came out, but yeah. You know, in the old one, there was all kinds of funny prompts, you right. know, to, to get to, give get to do m- what you to give <laughs> to give yeah. you a weird answer, right? Yeah. And you know, if you don't, if you don't know like how it's doing that and why it might give you an answer that it's giving you, it's just going to. You're going to be like, that, this thing sucks.
0: Yeah, you know? that's a great analogy. I think that's right. All right. What else to say on this?
1: I, don't know. I feel like we talked a lot.
0: I think we did, too. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll go ahead and wrap up then for this week. Thanks, Caleb. Thank
1: you. Thank you.